0: Hi, I'm Linda Gray, and I'm the next guest, On Screen and Beyond.
1: On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world, featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zimrak. This is episode 115 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak, and this is the show that keeps you updated on remakes, sequels, new movies coming out, rumored movies, and of course, DVDs and TV on DVD coming out at you. And our interview segment, which is this week, we have a fantastic guest. I had a chance to catch up with Linda Gray, who played Sue Ellen on Dallas. And we sat down and we talked about uh, Dallas, we talked about her new movie, uh, Expecting Mary, and a whole lot of other things. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's coming up in a little bit right here on On Screen and Beyond. Uh, I want to remind you, too, that uh, I want to thank everybody for the comments on the Bill Mooney interview that we had last week. Uh, Glad you enjoyed it. And uh, if you have a comment you'd like to send to us, you can uh, send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com or... Go to our Facebook connection. It's uh, on Screen and Beyond. We have a link right at the bottom of the page of our new... Page design on OnScreenAndBeyond.com. You can just click right there; it'll pop you right over to it. And OnScreenAndBeyond.com, like I said, has been revamped. We're slowly revamping all the pages. It's taking some time. We're getting the ones that are smaller, and then the bigger ones. We're gonna take a little time to get those and figure out how we're gonna arrange them. We'll probably keep tweaking it, but uh, we'll, you know, it's it, hopefully it's gonna be a little e- bit easier now that we've got so many interviews, and you don't have to scroll through them all. You'll be able to click on the year, or the season, whatever, and get to uh, them and make it a little bit easier for you and uh, let's see one other thing uh, of course our all our past shows since 2007 are still available and you can listen to them on our website or go to iTunes and you can hear the interviews with guests such as Edie McClurg who was uh, on WKRP and uh, also she was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off she was in Carrie and she talks about all those things and so many other TV shows and movies and she was uh, one of the voices in Cars and all sorts of stuff so great guest there uh, Robert Wagner who was in Heart to Heart, Switch, uh, uh, Takes a Thief, and all the Austin Powers movies. He was number two. And, of course, many of his older films, which are great films and everything. He talks about all that, his life and everything. And uh, Susan Olsen and Eve Plum. From the Brady Bunch, uh, Cindy and Jan, of course, Lee Majors, the $6 million man, Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman, and there's over a hundred others, uh, other stars that you can listen to and and, and hear their story, and it's, a, it's a, you know, some great people on there. So check it out, it's at onscreenbeyond.com, and hope you enjoy it. Well, um... Before we head over to South Fork and speak with Sue Ellen, Linda Gray uh, of Dallas, uh, we're going to check out what's coming your way as far as Remake Madness right here on On Screen Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Well, Remake Madness. You know, the Fantastic Voyage remake that we've talked about uh, quite a while ago. Um, It's uh, still going to be made, they say, and it's being produced by James Cameron, and it's going to be in 3D. That's a big surprise. But uh, don't look for it to be coming your way anytime soon. They're now saying that the release date will be 2013. So, uh, you know, don't hold your breath for that one. Uh, It is coming, but it's going to take a while. And 1948, The Fallen, will be remade this time. Uh, it's going to be happening in uh, India instead of in London and its release date is expected around uh, 2012 and 1949's The Third Man, which starred Orson Welles and Joseph Cotton is headed for a remake also, so there's a couple of things to look forward to. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to find out what's coming away as far as upcoming and new rumored movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. As far as upcoming movies rumored and otherwise, Richard Gere, Topher Grace, and Stephen Moyer are going to star in The Double. It's about a retired CIA agent and a young FBI agent trying to catch a killer in Washington. And a film called *Flypaper* Paper about a man caught in the middle of two simultaneous robberies as he tries to protect a teller that he secretly loves. And the cast include Patrick Dempsey, Ashley Judd, and Tim Blake Nelson. And look for The Ledge. It's going to be happening in 2011. It stars Liv Tyler, Patrick Wilson, and Terrence Howard. That's about it for upcoming movies from On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels right here on On Screen and Beyond. As far as Sequel City, we got a couple of uh, ones that are Coming your way, and a couple that are rumored and things like that, but uh, the next installment of The Muppets will... uh, We talked about that a while back ago, if you remember, Um, but uh, now has an official release date. The greatest Muppet movie of all time, as it's being called, will arrive on December 25th, 2011. And rumors are out, now this is a big rumor one here, that the fifth Indiana Jones film will revolve around the Bermuda Triangle. And we'll have to wait and see if that all turns out to be true, but we'll keep you informed, so keep listening. And Universal Soldier 4 is moving forward. Uh, did anybody know there was a 2 and a 3? Anyway, Anyways, um, it's rumored that Dolph Lundgren and Jean-Claude Van Damme are going to be starring in that one, and you can look for a 2011 release on that. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, uh, August 31st, you can look for House MD Season 6 as it arrives in stores. And September 7th, The Office Season 6 makes its way to DVD. And on September 21st, look for Spartacus Blood and Sand Season 1 to arrive on DVD. That's about it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming away as far as movie releases on DVD. Right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies making their way to DVD coming up. It's going to be Disney's A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey is heading for a November 16th release. And October 5th, you can look for The Secret of Kells on DVD. The animated film was nominated for an Oscar. And on August 24th, 2009's Dorian Gray with Ben Barnes and Colin Firth arrives on DVD in a retelling of the classic story. And that's about it for movies coming your way on DVD from on screen to Be On. And coming up next, we are going to be talking with Linda Gray. I had the opportunity to sit down face to face with Linda and we were talking about uh, her new movie, "Expecting Mary," and we talked about Dallas and and uh, a whole bunch of other things. little in, interesting little story she's got for us. So I hope you're going to enjoy that. That's coming up next right here. Stick around on on screen and beyond. <laughs> Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an Emmy-nominated actress of stage, screen, and TV. From 1978 to 1981, she played the role of Sue Ellen Ewing on the hit TV show, Dallas. It's Linda Gray. Linda, welcome to On Screen and Beyond.
0: Hello. It's lovely to be with you. Thank you.
1: Now, let's start off with your new film. Um, yes. I had the opportunity to see it. It's a fantastic film. How did you become involved with it?
0: Well, actually, it was my idea many, many years ago. And, um, and then I became... Uh, I had done two plays with Dan Gordon. Um, I directed, uh, he did Murder in the First as a play, and uh, he asked me to direct it. And then um, I did Terms of Endearment in London that he wrote for the screen, I mean for the stage. And he's basically a screenwriter. Um, But he had seen me in The Graduate in London and said, "Uh, would you like to do Terms of Endearment? And I said, wow. Uh, that is pretty tough, you know, taking on you know, Shirley MacLaine, whom right. I adore, an Academy Award winner. I said, "Oh, wow, that's tough," and then I realized I'd done Mrs. Robinson, uh, you know, made immortal by Anne Bancroft. So I thought, "Okay, why not?" So um, he he got the rights to Terms of Endearment to do as a play. So then he wrote. I came to him with this idea of uh, this crazy little showgirl, and uh, he loved it. And, but he's used to writing, you know, you know, kind of heavy duty, murder in the first, the hurricane, all those kinds of things. So he took a great stab at um, writing. Uh, it was originally called The Christmas Gift. And uh, so I absolutely loved it. And then it went out to all these wonderful actors, uh, you know, Lane Kazan, and of course, Leechman and Della Reese, and Sybil Shepherd, and Gene Simmons, Fred Willard yeah, uh, like Gould. You know, Gould. I mean, all these wonderful people. That immediately, they, uh, you know, actors vibe to the script and the material. And each character was written to be really deep and full and um, meaningful and funny and all these lovely things. So actors just signed on immediately, which we were quite happy about. So then uh, now it's been changed to call to the new name is Expecting Mary, and uh, there off we go.
1: I saw a lot of. Laughter and a lot of tears in the theater. Well, it's
0: it's really nice to have um, to have a film like that that brings you to, to tears yeah. and you laugh and so you laugh and you cry and that's
1: what we love. It was very good. Thank you. Um, and Lego, like saying with that cast, it was an amazing cast. wasn't it great? I mean, that's a it's a lot of lot of star power there. Absolutely. I noticed that you have another film that you're coming out with, uh, yeah. the Flight of the Swan.
0: Flight of the Swan. What's that one involved? Um, let's see. Well, the the cool thing about I was I was asked to uh, play the role of this of James Darcy's mother. James is a is a wonderful um, actor from London, and um, we filmed it in Athens. And I, so I got to age from forty five to eighty five, and of course an actor loves that. <laughs> and I'd never been to Greece before, so it was like wow, this is such a treat. So I got to um, uh, to go to Athens and uh, work with these wonderful uh, Greek people that I just fell in love with and the director was Greek and didn't speak one word of English and so he had a translator and uh, he was adorable and I loved uh, Nikos Stimos and uh, so I loved working with him and uh, so it comes out, premieres in Greece in Athens the end of October this year
1: so you've been busy and, been and busy. did you have a chance to visit any any sites in Greece? I, while you there? know
0: i was working most of the time i, guess, uh, I know that's the trouble you I, know and so i i just sort of hung out in athens which wasn't so bad um and then i ha- did have one day where i i, I flew to mykonos and uh, enjoyed mykonos for the weekend and then came back to work so i never wa- went to santorini and uh yeah. but you know i was close enough so i got to see one of the beautiful islands
1: when you started out, did you always want to be an actress?
0: <laughs> always. always. I was. I don't know why. No one in my family was an actor, um, and I. I don't know what it was, but I just. I felt that this was what I was meant to do.
1: Now, when you played Sue Ellen, and let me get this—I want to make sure—Sue Ellen Shepard Ewing Ewing Lockwood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh,
1: <laughs> did um, how did you get that part? Is it something you auditioned for? Or is it uh, how did that Well, work? let's see. At
0: I was doing a series with Norman Lear in 1977 and um, the, the casting lady, uh, there was a woman Ruth Comforte who was asked to come in and cast the minor roles. So Ellen was never ever ever supposed to be a major role. Um, so uh, I think they liked Mary Fran who ended up being Bob Newhart's wife on the new Bob Newhart show and they liked her and they had already cast Victoria and Patrick and Larry and Barbara Belgett and Jim Davis and Charlene so they they only had one role left and they were kind of going toward Mary Fran because she was blonde and Victoria was brunette so then they went oh no so the casting lady called and said do you know who Linda Gray is and they went who? no nobody knew who I was so that was that so she said please see her they said no we don't have time we think we like Mary Fran and she begged and begged and begged them to see so I got an appointment at 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon that's the worst time because everybody wants to go home and it's the end of the day so it's kind of like well you are not important so we'll see you at five o'clock and ho-hum and out and there was no script for me to read uh no no uh, nothing with the uh, for sue ellen so they said <laughs> they said well we'll write you an audition scene so they wrote me an audition scene and um that's what happened um i came in and i read it and i think they were surprised And stunned that I could actually act. (laughs) They didn't know who I was. But I knew in the room there was some sort of thing that I knew in the room that I got that role. And I drove home with this sort of dazed feeling. I thought, I just got that part. And it was more of an intuitional thing, a woman's intuition. And I just felt it. And then when I got the job, um, I went to Texas to film those five episodes. And I realized that Sue Ellen had no role. No, I didn't have any part. I was saying more coffee, Jr. Right, you. You know, I sort of. And they they were laughing because they called me. They said, "Uh, "Oh, you." uh, They referred to me as the brunette on the couch because nobody ever said Sue Ellen. Nobody. I didn't even have a name. You know, that was in the script. They said Sue Ellen says this, Sue Ellen does this, but uh, nobody called me Sue Ellen. So people didn't even know who the hell I was in the beginning. <laughs> it was like, who's, a, who's that person? You know, I could have been the, the tennis pro or something. Yeah. So it was a very, very funny beginning. And then uh, I, then Larry and I had this wonderful chemistry, and I think CBS saw that on uh, on the screen. And
1: your character developed <laughs> over time. I mean, like yes. you say, from being prop, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more I or was less. Yeah, a prop, yeah. And then you had the alcoholic stage, and yeah, then you I became the it. strong woman yeah, stage. Yeah. And, I mean, it really, did you <clears> have <throat> any... See in in the development of the character?
0: Uh, No, I didn't. Uh, I loved the way that they were taking her. I loved the way they were sort of um, expanded on Sue Ellen's character, and in and it was because it was a male show. It was written by men, produced by men, directed by men mostly, and. and then the women were rather reactors. Sue Ellen was a reactor. Uh, Jr. behaved badly, which is most of the time. <laughs> and so Sue Ellen drank, or she had an affair, or she did yeah. this. So I came in after year eight, and I said, you know, guys, I'm really tired of having two things. I either have an affair, or I drink, or both. Right. And I said, so can we just change that? <clears throat> so they went. they patronizingly said to me, oh, yes, but you do it so well. <clears throat> <laughs> which ruffled my feathers. <laughs> I, I mean, you were good at it. <laughs> But you know and I, you know I think but you well, want to do something I want to do something else. You know, know. I think oh, yeah. the minute the audience feels that you're not happy in this particular yeah. you, you, they get a little re- restless. They said, "Okay, we will we will change the way we're going, but we uh, we're going to take you down to the bottom." And I said, "How far is the bottom <laughs> so anyway they took me right down so i was drinking um a whiskey with the bag lady and so that was pretty funny that was that was down <laughs> so um anyway then after that she started becoming this you know a force to be dealt with right. with oh, yeah. jr ewing because women you know it's like women Women are powerful forces oh, yes. we're you know we're wonderful beings <laughs> and so it was like enough jr that's enough i've had it you know, I've had it with that. So anyway. And
1: it actually brought more to the story, I think. I having, think you know,
0: so. Yeah. I think yeah. so.
1: And I, I know you have to go, so we'll finish this up. But um, I just wanted to mention. Now you're the the legs in the poster on yes. the graduate, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, you know, you automatically people automatically think that it was um, uh, and bankrupt and right. legs, but uh, you were on the poster. So
0: I was on the poster. How did that happen? I mean, well, it was. Uh, let's see. I began as a model after after uh, college. I went. I was modeling all the way during during school, and um, so. This photographer I'd worked with for a lot, you know, a lot of times. He asked if uh, if I would come in one day and do uh do, do my, le- my leg, if he could photograph my leg, and so I said, oh sure, what you know, okay, and um, so I got paid twenty five dollars, <laughs> which I thought
1: was. Did a- you knew it was going to no, be used for
0: that? I didn't know. No. I mean, maybe he told me, but I didn't, you know, sort of was like, okay, whatever. Because at those times, we we were hired by the hour to either, you know, do a, um, you know, a catalog or, you know a calendar for some you know some product or whatever you know little jobs you know maybe two that di- two two hours three hours some whatever we were paid by the hour and it only it only took an hour so we were i was paid 25 dollars <laughs> um
1: we'll finish up with this yes. um totally different from everything else we've been talking about yes <clears throat> what are is your favorite all-time tv show
0: Besides Dallas, you know, <laughs> <Death> <laughs> and oh World. rats! But, I <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> Not that oh, let's see. I mean, I loved, uh, I loved, uh, I love Lucy, uh, honeymooners. Um, you know, I'm kind of go back to really good um, quality television. You know that I that I loved. I'm, I don't watch very much these days. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. Um, I just don't because I, I'm, I'm all about the writing. I uh, I love great quality. I mean, I love the, the way that Sopranos was written and acted. Um, you know, but I but I just. It's really, you know, it's hard to say, but I mean, I loved, I loved television. I loved even watching Bonanza with my, my parents and, you know, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. grandpa liked it, uh, Gunsmoke, you know, all those things. So I grew up with television and, uh, but I still go back. It's like, it's like with music. I mean, I like all the old, uh, you know, the, I, the old, you know, about Louis Armstrong and Ella yeah. and Duke Ellington. And, what about know, movies? I grew up with
1: jazz. What's your favorite movie?
0: Well, the I'm movies. still, I'm still, uh, you know, the, the the Casablanca era. You know, yeah. I'm still yeah. uh, right there. I love all the classics. You know, and and um, let me see movies. <laughs> I mean, I've just got my top hundred. I mean, there's right. just yeah. you know bazillions of them. You know, from I mean, I'm just eclectic, like I am with music. And I think it it depends on your mood uh, and and what your 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 you. Want that genre to be at that particular time, I mean music has a great influence on your mood, you know it. sometimes i 'm driving through a canyon and I want Aretha so <laughs> I mean, you know, so, um, you know there 's just all those great things that they influence you and know, i I love classical music and and uh, great jazz and um you know and then with the movies i mean i 'm very eclectic with that you know i love um, I love thrillers and I love chinatown and um uh, you know i mean i'm just i'm i'm stuck because i'm just (laughs) like i know there's so many many, there's not a a favorite but um well
1: linda thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us
0: a total pleasure i've loved talking to you
1: Such a nice lady, Linda Gray. What a guest, and uh, she's, she's a beautiful lady, and uh, loved it that she took so much time to talk to with us, and we appreciate it very much. And I want to remind you that if you have a suggestion on the guest that you would like to have us try to interview, uh, you can simply email it to us, uh, your suggestion, at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and uh, we'll see what we can do about it. Uh, You know, like I say, I've said it many times that, uh, you know, we can't get them all, um, and we we, we will try and see what we can do. So uh, we'd appreciate you sending it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Well, that wraps up another episode of On Screen Beyond, and be sure to join us next week when we have another guest coming your way. Till then, I'm Brian Zemrack. Take care.